I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. we got four lines jammed up. We appreciate you guys joining us on this lovely Saturday morning, even though it's not so lovely. Bob and I, before we go right to your calls, we're just talking about Google again and how it, you know they so nicely gave us all that free space to hold our pictures, no matter how good or bad they are. And they gave us a nice free tool to go clean up your junk if you want to clean up, because now they're going to start charging you for having your stuff out on the Google Cloud. Well, yeah, but you know, if you're if you got these uh, photos, how many times have you taken a picture of like your hand or your finger? Oh yeah. Or you know, it's it's really blurry, and you really don't want it. But you know, it gets transferred up into the cloud. Right. So now they're give, and that's going to be part of the free storage that's exempted for now. Because it was well, but going forward, you're going to have all the same. They're giving you pictures. a free tool to go in that artificial intelligence that'll find these blurry photos and these other bad photos, uh-huh. so you can clean up and save them space. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who's going to use it? <laughs> That's so nice of Google. Let's go to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Chris in Wethersfield first. What's happening, Chris? Hi, Hi. guys. I could hear my kid, uh, you know, rolling his eyes and calling me random mom for this question. And this is a kid I sent to computer camp and saw how he could take apart a computer. Nice. And, uh, you know, do these things with memories and such. Yeah. So hence my random mom question. Yeah. I have this, uh, you know, as you told me, a uh, old computer that has a an analog modem. Wow! Is there a way to replace that modem in the box? Uh, there's a modem in the box. Yeah, it's in a tower box. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know how they used to make them? <laughs> yeah, that's, that is pretty old. It's rare to have one in the box. In the old days, we put them on top of the box. Yeah. But, but yours is... This was a good IBM, baby. Well, there was a lot of them that were built, had the modems you could, build, you yeah, could yeah. put into a slot. I, I remember. But that now. would be a PCI slot, normally, or an ISA slot. But the odds are the new machines don't have that kind of a slot. So right. why would you want to take it out? Yeah, well, but, because that's what I seem to understand. I need a, a digital modem, no? Well, uh, how old is this computer? <laughs> oh, it's old. <laughs> I, 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 it's a 2000-something, but, okay. I mean, you know. 
Yeah, two thousand's been around for twenty one years now. So right, uh, <laughs> that's random mom. <laughs> yes, and you sent your kid to, to computer camp, huh? And he he probably just refuses to touch that thing. Uh, well, uh, I I don't know. Uh, he's he's doing great things in San Fran. Oh, okay. So, uh, but the, I mean, he, he I know he did a lot of things with our office. I mean, he mm-hmm. connected all the computers at that time. Yeah. But the thing is, this is you know, it's a modem. It's a modem, right? Yes, it is a modem. So you don't have to do anything with it. You don't have to remove it or anything. You can just disconnect the RJ11 phone line that's connecting it. Um, mm. and it, it won't <laughs> it won't be used. Um, is there even a network card in there? Is it on the is it on the net? No, it's probably. Well, how are you getting to the internet with this thing? Well, no, I used to have. I, I'm a person that also likes Windows Seven, uh-huh. um, and. Uh, that always worked until, mm-hmm. I guess, when they did that analog to digital conversion. Okay. So, um, an I, RJ what? <laughs> it's probably an RJ11 phone line going to that old modem, uh, if you're ever using it. Were you ever, can you get on the internet with it now or no? No, no. No, no. Okay. It doesn't even matter then. So, it is a random mom question, Chris. Um, no. It doesn't matter. You're not using it. It's not connected. Um, but if I did, if I did that, could I? No, if you, you're, you're not going to get on the internet by taking off taking out that modem. No, you need to. What do you have for internet service? Well, I don't. Oh gosh! All right, then you need to get internet service first. So you need to go and pay for somebody to give you internet service, whether it be your cable company, uh, DSL company, Go NetSpeed if it's in your area. You're in Weathersfield, right? So yeah, you're so I lucky. I have NetSpeed, but Cox wants. They always want to do a modem. You need a modem. Oh, that's a cable modem. It's not the kind of modem okay, you're talking nothing. about. Okay. Yeah, so you would want to call GoNetSpeed. You're in Weathersfield. Call yep. GoNetSpeed and get price on getting internet if you can get it in your home, which would be so great. That would be cheaper. Yeah, and, and you're going to, for 50 bucks a month, unlimited, they're going to give you a fiber connection. They're going to provide you the modem for free. And then you're going to connect your computer to it. and They're going to save the, give you the same price for life. Right. No price increases. So I can still use this computer? Maybe. I'm, I'm going to ha- say oh, maybe the poor technicians who would come to your home and take a look at it would tell you yay or nay. Um, I'm guessing maybe not because of its age. But uh, if it's running Windows 7, maybe it's got a network card. So I'll say maybe. But you need Internet, and the best the best low-cost service that's in your town is go NetSpeed. Period. Uh, I, then I'll try. Uh, I I will try that and explain the problem to them and see if they can help me out. Well, you don't have a problem. You don't have internet. That's the problem. Yeah. So the, the only, only way to that's the only problem. That's a yep. So you need to get <laughs> you need to get internet service. So I need service. a modem to my modem that's in the in the. Community? No, you need a modem from an internet provider that that will then connect over it over your network connection to your computer. And when you sign up for internet service, you won't have to. Well, you'll pay the initial price, but then you don't have to buy a modem separate. They'll right. take care of that for you. They'll provide it for you. Right. All right, Chris. Well, I hope they're as smart as you guys. <laughs> they are. They're smarter. <laughs> okay. All Thanks. right. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, I wish we were smart enough to have our own internet company. <laughs> well, it only Fiber. takes money. <laughs> I know. Unbelievable. But, yeah, she, she, that's her problem. She needs Internet service. Let's go to Betty real quick in uh, Unionville. What's happening, Betty? Hi. 
Um, I'm having trouble with my adware. You're having trouble with adware or your specific adware that you're trying to put out to other people? No, I'm on, when I go on online and I'm doing, um, say, a survey or something, yeah. all these new ads pop up. I gotcha. Yeah, you can use ad blocker. There's an ad blocker tool out there called Ad Blocker Plus. Okay. You can put that as a plug into your browser. Um, what do you use? Chrome, Edge, Edge. Edge. Okay. I know you don't like it, but no, I don't. Um, but you can, you can, you should be able to plug in AdBlocker Plus and help block some of the ads that are that are hitting you while you're using Edge. Okay. We'll put a link hmm. up there for you. And that, that's all there is, because I'll be taking. I take a lot of surveys. Uh-huh. You get paid to do surveys. How much you get and paid for that? You get you just get points, and you keep adding up the points, and then you can ch- change it in for money or a gift card. Okay, it, it's just fun time okay. to, time to time to pass, make some extra extra money. I just just give us a ballpark. How much do you think you make a month on these things? A month? Oh, yeah. I can make like fifty dollars. Wow! I mean, just for giving your opinion. Yeah, that's cool. it. Do you like this? Do you, do you, do you buy this in the store, or right. you know, where do you shop? Um, stuff like that. Gotcha. Very um, cool. Yeah. So when I'm taking it, then all this something, some new web website pops up. It could yeah. even be from like Walmart. Sure. Um, That's what they're doing. They're trying to they're trying to serve you ads. We'll put the link. We already found the link for Edge to put AdBlocker Plus up there for for your Edge browser. If okay. you if you, if you load it onto your browser, that should oh. reduce okay. your your ads. All right. Okay. Oh, good. I have another question then. Real quick. Um, I my computer bombed, and I got a new computer, and I put on, I loaded um, Outlook 2019. Okay. And, and I was using Outlook Live on my old computer. Mm-hmm. It, it apparently came over onto the new computer, mm-hmm. but now I can't get Outlook Live and into Outlook. 2019. You want to export your contacts and stuff? Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, just everything. Because right now, Outlook Live works really well because it's synced with my phone and my iPad. Mm-hmm. It's great. But it doesn't, Outlook 2019 doesn't seem to, I don't know, doesn't seem to go with, I can't get my contacts over there or my um, uh calendar well you should be so you should be able to log in using your account credentials uh in the same way um because it's still outlook so are you able to send and receive email on outlook 2019 yep all right so that does work but your calendars are not coming over so we're gonna have to or your contacts we have to figure out how to export outlook live to outlook 2019 i know bob is trying to look it up right bob yes um we might have an answer for you there And, and you're sure outlook live is not on your current Operating system is that because you're probably running an older version before Windows Seven, right? No, Windows Ten. You're running Windows Ten before. Mm-hmm. And you're running it now. Yep. Hmm. I'm not, not really sure what, what Outlook Live is. Do you know what that is? Now? I think it's the mail. The mail now. Oh, the little mail. blue envelope. Is mail. that what you got? Yeah. The, the little yeah. blue envelope. Okay. Why don't you Why don't you bring that up? Why don't you click on the little blue envelope and put your account information in there? Have you tried that? 
<laughs> well, at least you're honest. I mean, well, that's. I would, I would have you do that. Go ahead and bring up the little blue envelope. Put your account information into the little blue envelope there that you used to use before your machine crashed. And that might sync everything up for you. But we'll try to find an export as well. Okay. But I think right. we can't export if your machine's bombed. So bring up the little blue envelope, 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 put in your account information, and let's see if it syncs. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's it. Yeah, because I I, I was ma I was mad when because I, I I purposely bought two Outlook twenty nineteen with yeah. you know by that wasn't what you were running and Microsoft Microsoft likes to keep us guessing as to what the heck everything is you know out you call it Outlook Live then you got Office twenty nineteen then you got Microsoft three sixty five and you got Microsoft you know they can't make up their minds as far as what to name something um, and it just keeps us all guessing as to what tool was what. And when it was it, when when was it was it what it was? <laughs> but um, we'll put the information as to how to put the, your your account information into your little little blue envelope there for you. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Thank All right, you buddy. very much. You're welcome. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. All right. Bye bye. We're gonna step out for a quick break. Get back to your more of your calls. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And uh, let's get right to your calls. You're nice, to join nice enough to join us on this rainy Saturday morning. Let's go to Ray in Wallingford next. What's going on, Ray? Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Um, I have three different email accounts. Mm -hmm. Two of them are at snet.net, and the third mm. is at yahoo.com. Okay. I historically had had them loaded in Outlook, because I don't like leaving things on the cloud, mm -hmm. and <clears throat> several months ago, I would get this dialog box showing up where it says internet email, then the email address, enter your username and password for the following server, and it's the pop.mail.yahoo.com. Mm -hmm. The username is one of the emails, mm -hmm. and then it's got the password, and it just shows it as stars. Yeah. And it wants you to hit OK. Right. And, and I would do, it just keeps coming up all the time, and I got tired of that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I removed the two SNET accounts. Congratulations. And tried to put them back in. Oh, okay. It, it can't do it. Oh, no. Yet when I have at the web, at the, on the internet, at the Yahoo Mail, Mm -hmm. All three of these accounts 
show there. I did uninstall the SNET ones, reinstall them using the password. I have no trouble there. Mm-hmm. Uninstalled them from my Android phone, reinstalled it there. But for the life of me, I cannot get them in Outlook. Right. So most likely what's happened is you get a port change that has changed to how the SNET accounts are looking at the server. So if you can find instructions on SNAT mailboxes, which, I mean, SNAT hasn't existed since I've had hair. Um, so it's been a long time since they've been around. But if there's any modifications to how you connect, they're going to have instructions as to what sure. port changes you need to make. I, well, when I go to, I've, you know, I've been a long time user, I would say, uh, above um, introductory level, yeah, and I knew that you had to have a pop three setting right. and a the st was stmp or whatever it is right smtp numbers it doesn't give you it never goes far enough to give you the opportunity to set them when I'm setting adding them in you can do it automatically or manually, and I knew right. from previous experience I wanted to use the manual, which yeah. let me change those settings. It mm-hmm. never gets to that point. I tried reinstalling one of them when I called in this morning, mm-hmm. and it still is showing adding that account. We're getting things ready, <laughs> and that same dialog box popped up you know, with the, pass- the server and the username and password. Right. So Bob has another theory, and he's used this in the in the field a lot. So I'm gonna let Bob bring this other thought up here. So, if you're using Outlook, the uh, odds are that it's integrated into the Windows Credential Manager, and you may need to go in there and either delete it and recreate it, or change the password under that. So if you go into the Control Panel, there's a little place called the Credential Manager, and you want to go into Windows Credentials and find that account. And then it'll say the last time it was modified, there'll be a date. You can go in there and change your password there. Okay, Windows Credential, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, we're coming up against the hard break here right, too, Ray. Right, can right, we hold right. you over? Sure, yep. We're going to hold Ray over a little further for this, and we're going to put some information up there for you. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock, guys, so stick around. Uh, and then, of course, at 11 o'clock, Dr. Alessi will be in, and he'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. I think we got Law Talk, Garden Talk, the whole shooting match this, this Saturday, but I wouldn't know because we're in the hermetically sealed studios of East Hartford still, and there is no whiteboard here for me to know. So I'm taking a shot there. But either way, it's always good to stick around here at WTIC. We'll be right back. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. I want to thank all you guys for joining us. Um, and we were talking with um, Ray in Wallingford still. You still there, Ray? Ray, you still there? Get back to the credential manager. When I cancel that dialogue where it wants the password, it says something went wrong. We couldn't log into the incoming POP server. Mm-hmm. It gives you three options that it's not the correct email address. You can change the account settings or contact support. When I click on the account settings, that's where you see the port 995 mm-hmm. and the 465, yep. which is what I would have set them to. Right. That- makes no difference obviously well unless they changed it so if you know where those 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 settings are double check that they haven't changed those ports well i've, I've google searched and that's what i come up with okay fair there, enough there right. also there's the uh, whether there's encryption ssl right yep. there's another drop down <clears throat> that you may need to change in addition to those port numbers yeah no i when i yeah going back a long time you know ago setting it up you know, I copied all that down, so if I ever had to reinstall it, I had all that information. So anytime okay. you have to check something or uncheck something, okay. so I've double-checked all that, and they're all set. So back to the credential manager. Yeah. I see where you – I believe I'm where you're talking about. I see an SSO underscore pop underscore device and an SSO underscore pop underscore user, and then that user – is the email I was trying to set up this net one. Mm-hmm. So, Bob, how does he clear that stuff? Well, you got to kind of expand it out. and uh... Right. Well, yeah, I expanded it out, and it shows the username. The password is start out. Right. Persistence is login session. Below that is right. edit or remove. Right. So you have you, some choices. Yeah. You can edit it and change the password to what it should be. And if that doesn't work, you can remove it and then let the application recreate it. Which might be the solution, because you've seen these things in the field where the, the credential manager kind of gets all caught up in its own underwear. So would you say the more straightforward approach would be just to remove that one? I'm deferring to Bob. He's been uh, de- I'm going to let you make that decision. <laughs> 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 because you're rolling the dice. This is Microsoft, after all. Somebody hates a somebody hates a coward. Yeah, come on, Bob. <laughs> well, you know. What would you do if it was a field? A field? I would ask the client. I, I said, oh. say, "Here, it's your choice. You want me to do this, or you know, I can leave it alone." But you know. Yeah, so he, I think he would end up removing it. Um, understand that again. The, the Outlook should reestablish that information once it goes in there right the word should the other idea here is you have three mailboxes you could always the one that works you could always tell the other two to forward mail to the one that works you know running three mailboxes is trouble i've tried to figure out how to do that and i just well in yahoo mail i cannot do it okay and so i don't know how you would do do it otherwise it would have to be within those pop services right you'd have to do the Uh within the Yahoo Mail and or SNET services. The other thought that you have to really be careful with here, Ray, is that these services are going to go away. I don't know when, 
and why or when or how, but we, mm-hmm. we get calls all the time for people's SNET and Yahoo boxes that just stop working. Mm-hmm. Um, they are free services, right? You're not paying anybody for them anymore. You, you, you get pro- what you pay for. Yeah. yeah, and you don't even probably have any of these companies' services at all. So they're really just giving you a mailbox out of the kindness of their heart and or to read your mail and then market to you, right? Mm-hmm. That, so you may want to consider once and for all getting your own mailbox and some the place I'd recommend it would be port, uh, to Proton Mail. It's a Swiss company. Um, so the mailbox is outside the United States and it's also uh, encrypted. And then on top of that, it's also backed by folks at MIT who are part of this uh, company when they, when they created it. So you can create your own Ray uh-huh. and Weathersfield mailbox that you and you're going to pay. Actually, they do have a free version of it, believe it or not. Um, but at least you know it's going to be something that you're you're uh-huh. you're consciously working on rather than something that's nebulous that you're not paying for or anything like that. Uh-huh. Just a thought. One last thing on the on this SSO underscore pop. Mm. Well, again, I told you one was device and then one was the email. Mm. What is the one that is the device? I'll defer to Bob again because I haven't messed around with this at yeah, all. Yeah, I don't don't know without looking at it close more closely. All right, because it. Again, when you expand it, it says the first line is Internet or net address, and it just repeats the SSO underscore pop underscore device. Then it's got a username, which I have no clue where or what that is from. It's it's alphanumeric, means nothing to me. Hmm. So that one I would certainly not mess with. Right. <clears throat> but the what I guess I'll do is on the one that's the net address is, the safer approach, I suppose, would be to edit and change the password. And if that doesn't work, then use the remove option. Right, because even uninstalling and reinstalling Outlook, which would be my suggestion, Bob would contend wouldn't work if the credential manager is screwed up. Okay. Because it's just going to re- reestablish that method of credentialing. Well, it saves, it saves the uh, Outlook uh, configuration data in a folder that's hidden that's called app data. Mm-hmm. So if you uninstall, the app data folder stays there. Right. So when you reinstall, if that's not correct, your reinstall is still not going to be correct, except you're going to have to reactivate the Office suite, which may or may not happen. Right, and then depending you, on what you purchase. Then you've got to call Microsoft and kind of beg them to please reactivate your key and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. yeah. So if this all doesn't work, Ray... Go get a real mailbox. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. If you do, when you do that, yeah. is there an easy way to get things from, I'll say, from the Yahoo mail address, directed over to the new one until yeah, you can export. You can export your 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 email from in your contacts from Yahoo. We put links up there in the past as to how to do that. Okay. So you can export that information. And then, of course, you would put a automatic reply on your Yahoo box saying, hey, stop using this. I'm not using this piece of junk anymore. I'm using this new email box. Uh-huh. And uh, that way your people will, that your email will know, oh, Ray's over here now. Okay. All right. That's Thank you for your time. World. You're welcome, Ray. Have a good one. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. Outlook issues are no fun. Let's move on to West Springfield and Mark. What's going on, Mark? Good morning. How are morning. you? Good. How are you? Very good. So my problem is what I thought was simple. Oh, boy. Um, I have a relatively new Windows 10 machine. Yeah. I had 
um, installed Chrome, mm-hmm. the regular version, mm-hmm. and then for some reason uh, I installed the beta, if I remember correctly, <laughs> and the beta runs fine, mm-hmm. but I had to uninstall the regular because I would open the regular version of Chrome, close it if I was done, and then it would never open again. Oh, my gosh. How did you get into the beta? I downloaded the beta from Google. Okay. And it seems to run like any other version of Chrome I've had for years. Well, it looks like you're not alone because here's the headline. Google just broke the Internet for some Chrome users. (laughs) I'd seen that months ago, I think it was, right? This is seven days ago. Oh, it continues. Yeah, so... uh... Uh, I don't know what's going on with why you would end up with the beta, but I'm wondering if this is it. Chrome users, you know, for some users, here's a fix, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's related to beta or not, or it's just related to this issue, but we do have a fix for folks having this, you know, Chrome issues with Windows 10. There's a new update. Have you got the latest, latest one? Of uh, the beta? Chrome, not beta. <laughs> Latest Chrome 90. Have you uninstalled the beta completely? Have you tried that? No, I, I have it. Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. I did, and, and then just installed uh, probably from Firefox, you know, the um, the link to do the regular Chrome. There's a Chrome 90 it, out there. Right, and I had my, my last attempt, it was 90. My beta is 91. I think. Right. But you're so you, even if you've uninstalled it, the beta keeps coming back is what your issue is? No, no. I have t- two separate installations. You oh, know, gotcha. It allows you to have both on your desktop. Right. But then when so you I, run the regular, it breaks. That, that's the one that's crashing. That's correct. Yeah. And that's the latest one. So there is, I bet you it's, the, it's this article here as far as how to fix this issue. They've acknowledged the problem. Um, which is so nice of Google to acknowledge. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, such a weird, you're going to quit Chrome. You're going to reopen Chrome. You're going to still see the broken behavior. Keep Chrome open for about five minutes. After five minutes, you're going to quit it and then relaunch it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, this is getting ridiculous. This, these nice compu- and simple, right? It's nuts. <laughs> And what, but you can't leave it open for four and a half minutes. And if you do leave it open for five and a half minutes, well, then it's overcooked. Um, <laughs> it has to do with uh, user data. They have a directory that we can actually have you delete um, this user data as far as your local state. There's something, some issue with your local state file. I think this might okay. be related to this fix for you. I could be wrong, um, but it, okay. might, it might help you. Whoa. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what's going on with Bob here. There he goes. <laughs> um, so we're going to put this link up here for you and okay, see if that works. But I would try to tell you to stay away from betas unless you have a real reason to work with them. Um, right. It's not well, really... with Chrome right now, it's my only option. That's the only one that works. I... Correct. Yeah, so I think this local app data issue is where you're going to have to fix that. That local state file needs to be... And it... Maybe that'll work. Let us know. I certainly will. (laughs) I've been waiting months for someone else to have the problem, and I finally said, well, I'm going to give you a call because I had never heard it on the show before. 
Yeah, I'll never be afraid to call us. We probably haven't heard of it either. Um, in this case, <laughs> yeah, I just I just found an answer possibly. But um, yeah, you're always welcome to call in. There's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of folks out there with all sorts of computer problems, so it makes sense to wait, I guess. But hope this works. All right, great. All right, Mark. Good luck. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Let's move on to Lauren in West Hartford next. What's happening, Lauren? Hi, and good morning. Thank you for taking my call. What my is happening is my Netgear extender setup is creating a concern for me. Yeah. Um, I currently have um, front, a, a provider who told me that my uh, Wi-Fi has dropped, or my Internet has dropped at least 20 times over the past month, and I do agree with them because I called because I was having slow issues. Yeah. I went and I purchased the um, Netgear extender, tried to set it up, should have been simple enough, but then I got an error when I went to their netgearextendersetup.net URL, uh-huh. and it read, the error read, the OXXC412E3 network security is compromised. Your request cannot be processed. I uh, went to their chat room, that being Netgear, Mm-hmm. and spoke to a gentleman who wanted access to my laptop. I ended the call. Okay. At least you knew when you called them, at least that that was them and not somebody calling well, you. Well, it was chat. It wasn't a phone call. And nowadays you still never know. I'm with you. I love that you're you're safe and sorry, right? Yeah. Um. So your Wi-Fi dropping, though, is different than why you would install an extender. You understand that, right? Huh, no. And the reason that I don't is because um, I, I was tying them all together. I'm saying the Wi-Fi, but overall, my uh, entire Internet, whether it was through Wi-Fi or if it was right. the direct, was dropping. Right. I'm currently working from home. Okay. And they, they, uh, the, the ISP provider also said that there are um, at least 10 devices connected. Right. That's uh, fine. I didn't believe that till they started counting. Right. So your extender really would only help you to get more Wi-Fi at a further part within your home. It wouldn't stop your network, your internet from dropping. That's it. That's your internet provider's problem. Okay. You, you have GoNetSpeed in West Hartford, don't you? Yes. Have I believe checked? so. I should say I believe so. I need to check. You should check after you hang up with me. <laughs> okay. Um, because you want that service if you can get it. And or if you can't get it, you got to go talk to your current internet provider and tell them to come out and look at your line because you could have a modem problem or a service line problem that's causing your network to drop. Adding an extender, I can't even give you a good analogy this morning as to why that doesn't help you at all. Um, you need to have them, you know, make your service more solid. But if you can just get rid of them altogether, whoever they are, and go to GoNetSpeed, your problems will be much less when it comes to low cost, high speed, and it will just work. It's fiber. Um, if you do then still need to extend your Wi-Fi signal in your home, then you could use an extender like your network, the, the, the GoNet, not GoNet, the Netgear you're talking about. Um, but I wouldn't do that until you change over your services. Okay. Then holding on to that, I'll put the Netgear back into the box and hold mm-hmm. on to it um, because they are coming out on next Friday. Um, but what would prompt the setup to say that my network security is compromised? What does that sentence mean? So it could mean that you're not using good Wi-Fi encryption. So if you're using an old WEP WEP 
security on your Wi-Fi, it, it could mean that the Netgear folks are saying you really should improve that by using WPA2 um, security. So I think that's possibly what they're talking about. I tried to look at that error real quickly and I couldn't find a specific reason, but I'm guessing it's because you're using an old configuration, if that makes sense. I wouldn't be too concerned. They're not saying that the North Koreans are in your system or anything like that. So okay. I think it's just maybe the security protocol you're using is old school, if that makes sense. And staying there, if I were to use it, how would I fix something like that? Or what needs to be done? That would be done with your internet provider, and we're coming up against a hard break here. But when they come on Friday, ask them to make sure you're using the latest Wi-Fi technology, okay? Okay. i got to go. Thank you. All right, Lauren. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this Memorial Day weekend. Please remember why we have Monday off. And uh, thank you, Matt, for producing. And uh, thank you, Mike, for posting everything live. See you next week. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.